Good morning, listeners. Welcome to my weekly show. It has come to my attention that the month of April is National Financial Literacy Month, a subject matter very near and dear to my heart. So we're going to have some fun. In recognition of this fact, and that very few CEOs that I know of have mastered the subject, I will be publishing four episodes this month on what I call SMF, or Street Smart Finance. These episodes will be very short and to the point. To me, SMF is not fancy academic stuff, but practical knowledge that CEOs can use to make your businesses healthier and stronger and stay on course. And of course, sustain yourself over a long period of time. So let's cut to the chase and start with the basics. If you want to be a good financial executive and be literate, you must have in place accounting systems that accurately reflect what is going on with your company. It's like driving someplace and not having a map. If you don't have good accounting systems, you need to invest in them as soon as possible. They're the lifeblood of being financially literate. If you grant your customers selling terms and or receive terms from your vendors, you must, I underline, you must prepare your financials on an accrual basis, not a cash basis. So what does that mean? Cash basis means you only book your sales or expenses if you have received or paid the money. An accrual basis means you book your sales or expenses even if you haven't received any money or paid any expenses. Uncollected sales is normally reflected on your books as an accounts receivable, and an unpaid vendor is labeled accounts payable. So let's get to the basics. What is the definition of finance? To me, finance is about how to obtain cash, how to preserve it, manage it, and how to use it the most effective way to maximize your profits. Essentially, you need cash to buy assets. You use the assets to create the sales, control the expenses, and make a profit. So everything starts with cash. And that, to me, is the heart and soul of finance. Where do you get it and how do you keep it? In addition, as financial stewards of your companies, You will need to analyze frequently three types of financial statements that your accounting systems must provide you. These statements are, number one, the balance sheet. Number two, the income statement. Number three, the cash flow statement. So let's go over each one, what they measure. Your balance sheet lists all the assets which takes cash to pay for, that you own. Could be cash in your checking account. Could be your accounts receivable. Could be your inventory, your computers, your autos, your trucks, your office furniture, your heavy equipment, your leasehold improvements, or real estate. Those are your assets. All the money you owe could be credit cards, accounts payable, accrued expenses, bank loans, equipment loans, truck loans, mortgages, etc. The difference between what you own and what you owe is your equity. It's no different than if your sole asset was a home 
and the home is worth $300,000, that's the asset, and you have a $250,000 mortgage against it, that is the debt, and the difference, which is $50,000, is your equity. Same concept with your business balance sheets. A good indicator of financial strength is the ratio of what you owe versus your equity. It should never be more than four to one. So let's take this down to another level. Let's say your business owns $5 worth of assets. A ratio of four to one debt to equity means that of those $5 of assets that you own, you used somebody else's money, $4 worth, to buy them, and $1 came out of your pocket. So 80% of the things that you own, you borrowed the money, or it's a, it's a debt, and that's called leverage, and that's excessive leverage, and leverage means monthly payments. So your goal is to try and finance or pay for your assets with more of your own money versus borrowed money. Now, let's take your income statement. Everybody knows about this one. It measures your sales minus your expenses, and the difference is your net income. And your income statement can be presented in dollars or as a percentage. Good indicators on your income statement should reflect sales that are either stabilized or they're increasing little by little each year. should also reflect a gross profit margin that is stable or growing. And your gross profit margin is your sales minus your direct labor and your direct materials. These are non-monthly overhead stuff. This is direct labor, direct materials. The difference between that is your gross margin. And the gross margin is critical because it's that money which you will use to cover your monthly overhead which normally you're going to pay in 30-day increments. So if your gross margin is not enough to cover your monthly overhead, you're losing money. If it's exactly equal to your monthly overhead, you're breaking even. So the idea is to have a healthy gross margin, because once you subtract your monthly overhead, that which is left is the net income, and that either can be before your salary or after your salary. That's when you're a profitable, healthy operation. That's what the income statement is supposed to reflect, is how profitable you are as an organization and as a company. Now, your cash flow statement measures all cash coming into your checking account minus all checks that were paid to that account. The difference between those two, cash in, cash out, is cash flow. And it is either a positive number a neutral number, or a negative number. And a negative number in the real world is something like, Dear Jane, this is the bank calling you. We just received three or four checks that you want us to pay, but you don't have enough money in the account to cover it. We're going to return those checks, or you need to bring in a deposit by tomorrow to cover that. That is a negative cash flow situation. What you want to measure on your monthly bank statements, which is your cash flow statement, is of all the expenses that you have, how much of it you are paying with it your own money or how much are you paying with borrowed money? Again, the goal is to be self-sufficient. That's the goal. If your financials, i.e. your income statement, 
is being prepared on an accrual basis, your cash flow statement or bank statement will look nothing like your income statement because your checking account is only reflecting issues concerning cash received or cash paid. But your income statement could show a million dollar sale, what you're giving your customers 30 days to pay you. So you may say, I had a million dollar month, but if you haven't collected the check yet, you don't have any money in your account until that million dollar customer pays you. So the name of the game is to maintain a healthy cash flow. So this concludes the introductory episode in our Financial Literacy four-part series. Tune in next week for episode two, where the topic will be how to become an awesome cash flow manager. Don't miss it. And now a few words from my production manager, Pablo Romero, who is rapidly becoming famous. This is Gene Valdez. Happy National Financial Literacy Month. Wow, that was a lot of useful, practical information. For the sake of transparency, Gene, I didn't even know Financial Literacy Month was a thing until I started producing this podcast. And I think it's safe to say, if you've gotten this far into the show, we are all now that much more financially literate. Per usual, I'm going to throw the regular social media outlets at you. Feel free to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok. But if you really like the show, wherever you're getting it from, feel free to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review. Helps us out in a huge way when we're trying to connect with other entrepreneurs, upstarts, small business owners, and CEOs that would value from the same great information you just got from this episode. That's all I got for you. Until next week, this is Pablo Romero for Gene Valdez. See ya.